Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about the way the media keeps everybody trapped into a little tiny box and the fact that this election is such a great example of how those people never step outside the box and the people who you think are your friends pushing liberty and freedom, supposedly, in media, they're not. They're screwing you. They're screwing you in a bad way. So, And people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 30 years practicing. I've seen these kinds of weird lies and corruption over and over again. And I am America's most trusted lawyer. It's possible that Kamala may have passed me after that election. <laughs> All right, enough fooling around. Let's get the show started. So the election is over technically, but there's no real result yet. And this is becoming more and more common in the last 20 years. I still think that the amount of fraud that exists out there is probably just as bad as it's always been. Although these mail-in ballots were particularly bad. I, I look back on something like Truman and Dewey, and I just imagine how much sort of questionable shit went on in that election where they thought that Dewey was going to win and was going to, and then, ah, oh, and then, and then he, he lost right there at the end. But see, most of these things in history, they get kind of pushed aside because the narrative is so tightly controlled in everything, in the history and in the, in the modern day. And anybody can just look around the news and see that because there's countless stories going on all over the world, all over the United States, all over your state, all over your county, your city. There's, there's stories everywhere all the time that are important stories, meaningful stories that could be on the news, but they never are. You see, the news runs the same crap over and over and over again, and all the people in the news media are on board with it. They're, they're all just doing the same thing, commenting on the same thing, all in the same way, within the same narrative. So that's the key to all of this, is that they constantly keep people thinking in one certain way, and they just get to choose between red or blue. And then you get a couple of little outliers that kind of do a a red-ish kind of thing with a little bit of conspiracy kind of stuff mixed in, what, what the media calls conspiracy. But that's all it really is. And this election is just an excellent example of it. The, the things that people could talk about, should talk about, they don't talk about in media. Just like after those ridiculous debates where I did a whole show and showed it's not about analyzing the debate. Analyzing the debate is pointless. <laughs> the problem is that the debate method they have set up can never work because you have habitual liars in there. You have guys like Joe Biden who literally just lies about everything. And there's no consequence. And nobody can know because it's just a giant he said, she said. Oh, that's not true, Joe. It is true. And he just makes stuff up. And average people, they don't even read beyond a headline. And they're so easily fooled that that stuff works. But my show showed you that all you have to do if you really want truth is swear each one of them in, in front of a federal judge and televise it and have the opposing side's counsel cross-examine them for half a day <laughs> and make them answer questions. That's all. Not some stupid hearing or some other thing. A legit cross-examination. And you bring the documents in and you show how it's not true. And he said this, you know, last year and six months ago and last week and last night. And now he's just flip-flops all the time. And none of this shit makes sense. And you can break down his 47-year career of being a fucking hack 
And he could just fillet the guy. And if people won't agree to that, it's because they don't really want truth. They just want to sit there and have a soap opera show. That's all. But nobody in media talks about it. Nobody in media discusses all the different things I brought up, which you could just have a thing where you, Trump, Trump could have just responded with a text and just said, yeah, go text to X, Y, and Z, and you'll get the information that shows what Joe just said is a complete lie. There's all sorts of ways to technologically address these lies, politicians say, but they don't do it. See, they don't get sworn in before they make statements to the public. There's no truth in any of this stuff. Nobody's ever sworn in in government and actually examined, cross-examined, and scrutinized. It never happens. And this ridiculous election is just another example of how the real issues aren't discussed. If you're going to have mail-in ballots by the tens of millions like they had, the fraud is obviously just palpable. It's absurd, all the methods to cheat. If you're going to have these computer-rigged-up systems, George Soros owns the thing or, or does all the maintenance on it and all these questionable backdoors to everything, if you're going to have all these things, these ridiculous things, and then pretend that it's all legitimate or that whoever complains about it is just a sore loser, well, then you're just saying we want to have a charade. That's all we want to have a charade, which is what they clearly do want. Because if anybody in media was being serious journalist and commenting on this, it's some of the things that need to be done are clear. One, people should not be told to expect a result the night of the vote. That's silly. It's tens of millions, in this case, 150 million kinds of votes to count. Well, they should just be told, look, the voting closes on that day. We can expect to have an answer in 30 days or 45 days when we've had an opportunity to go through to make sure that everything was okay. <laughs> Why are we expected to get a result that night? It makes no sense. See, the people are they're like children running around demanding that, that, that something that can't happen, happen. Why? Because it's been a show for years and years and years. And now people are just so addicted to media, this visual television kind of media that they just expect this instantaneous thing where the polls are closed, well, tell me who won. <laughs> what do you mean? There's tens and tens of millions of votes and all sorts of issues that have to be sorted. You can't get an answer that night. It's not unreasonable to simply have told people, look, you vote and then you get the answer sometime in early December, maybe set a date. And in between that time, instead of having each campaign have to go forward and file individual lawsuits, to try to prove corruption here and fraud and this, that, the, the burden should be on the state every time after every single election to go through and open itself up and have the burden to prove that the election was legitimate. And, and you should be able to go down in a very simple matter and submit evidence and questions and have it analyzed. And they should have a very high burden to show. And the, and the people who are in the state who are responsible for these elections should have extremely high criminal penalties associated with any questionable behavior that goes on on their watch. And that goes all the way down the line to all these voting and volunteers and all this other crap. Well, people say, oh, it can't happen. No one will volunteer. Okay, well, there you go. So you're just saying no one will volunteer because they all know the whole thing's crooked. <laughs> well, why have it? Why pretend the charade? That's my point. See, if you had, after the vote, if you had a, say, 
45-day period where the vote was analyzed. These, these issues with the computer program would come up, all these issues with regards to additional ballots and questionable this and questionable that, and you could submit the videotape, and there'd be a centralized location in each state or county where they would kind of accumulate it all, and they would look at it, and you'd have public input. It wouldn't just be this black box deal where you had to stand around and supposedly Trump's lawyers are doing something. Nobody can keep track of all this. Nobody can. It's intentional. But if the thing was an organized system where the state itself had a very high burden to prove that the election was legitimate and not corrupted each time, it'd be a different situation. And if the election failed to be uh, uh, proved to have been a valid election, well, then you'd just have to have a, another vote. <laughs> They'd have to set another election. That's all. They'd just have to set another election. And, and this is why when you have this many people, 150 million votes. That's absurd. When you have 350 million people supposedly being run by one system, it's never going to work. It doesn't scale up. That's all. I've done show after show and just explained, given countless examples, how this doesn't work. You can't have this many people under one single government. It's never going to work. And the election is a classic example. Countless and countless examples of fraud and all sorts of other stuff. Well, maybe it wasn't material. Well, how is fraud not material? How is fraud not material? Oh, it didn't affect the outcome. Well, how do we know? We know all the fraud. How do we know? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> There's plenty of ways to secure it with in-person only voting, with show an ID, get some kind of indelible mark on your hand, and have your picture taken when you vote, and make the penalties very severe. You know, 25 years hard labor if you get caught cheating or if you get caught participating in cheating. The, the penalties alone show that they're not serious about it. It's a few years. Who even goes to prison? Maybe they roll in for three months, maybe some plea bargain thing for committing massive amounts of fraud. It's not like there's enforcement on it. And who are we looking to enforce it? The government's going to enforce the government's deal? It doesn't make sense. See, the way the system's set up doesn't make sense. If you win, are you going to complain about the vote cheating? If you win, are you going to complain about vote cheating? <laughs> no. Well, there's only one side cheating for the most part, and that's the Democrats time and time and time again. But if the Republicans lose, they're called sore losers, okay? And they're, in, and they're completely impotent and can't do shit about it. Well, if they win... Well, then it looks kind of like, well, come on, you won. It's talk, time to come together and unify. See, so there's no time when it's okay to clean it up because the people are simply expecting an answer or result right away, like children. They're expecting that they need to know that night, that day, the next day, the latest. Concedes, time to concede. Well, none of this is realistic when you have the kinds of complications involved in voting, but nobody immediately discusses this. See, then they don't. They just go, they just go this silly, transparently sort of two-dimensional run for the ratings, push their team horseshit over and over. And the people accept it. The people accept it. And in fact, the people run around and generate it themselves because for the most part, people are very easily manipulated. And so the country's not really about honesty. It's not about open, honest discussion of real issues. And as I've said, when you have a country this big with this many people, it can never work anyway. But I think the election is a classic example. The debate's a classic example. They're both just very clear examples of how the people in media literally never color outside the lines. 
As opposed to stepping back and saying, wait, the entire framed up narrative is wrong. The entire way we do the debates makes no sense. The entire way we have an election makes no sense. The entire way you expect to have an answer by the end of the day makes no sense. The entire way we put the onus on the individuals in the campaign to prove the fraud as opposed to flipping it and requiring a state prove that this was an honest open election that there wasn't fraud in the election. What do you mean? The, the government's the one who seeks power over us. The government is seeking to control us. To me, it should be beyond any reasonable doubt that the election was basically pristine <laughs> as opposed to the other way around, which is, well, you have this very limited time frame and then they're going to certify this and the state secretary of state this and all these arcane rules. Nobody fucking knows what they are. Super specialized area. It's all hidden. Hearings aren't publicized. Nothing's public. You don't have phones running film over all these counting rooms and everything else. There's no real open transparency because both sides want this sort of occluded blob of complex never to be sorted issues where you can just boil it down to he's a sore loser or they cheated and they stole it from us. <laughs> That's all. That's what they want because every time at the end of the election was the same thing. This call for unity. Unity. Well, how the hell do you come together with these people who you totally and completely disagree with? It doesn't make sense. If you don't believe in abortion, you can't compromise with someone who does. If they want to take your money and hand it out to somebody else, there's no compromising that. If you want to volunteer your money and just mail it into the treasury, do it. Do it. We don't need to raise taxes if the rich people say they want to pay so much more. Nothing's stopping them. Pay. But see, there is no compromising on these things when the country's so divided. And that's why the whole thing is a scam. The whole thing is a game because both sides work together. The Republicans basically play the part of the Washington generals losing to the Globetrotters. They look like it's legitimate. They're trying. It's so close. Ah, oh, almost. But anybody can just look at the history of the country. It always moves in the same direction. More and more and more government control. Hi, this is Legal Man. If you enjoy The Quash, support it. Go over to my Patreon account at patreon.com slash thequash and sign up. You get bonus shows, bonus material, and ad-free content. If you appreciate the unique perspective and information I provide, then support it. Go become a member. When you support The Quash, you also help get the truth out there. Let's get back to the show always moves in the same direction. More and more and more government control. It doesn't matter which party's in there. It doesn't matter. Any 15, 20, 25, 30 year period's exactly the same. Always exactly the same. And yet the media continues this narrative and that keeps those people, all the people who want freedom, imagine they're supporting freedom. They stay on that reservation because they're confused, because they don't think independently for themselves. And everybody in power knows that the vast majority of the people, they're never going to think for themselves. They just aren't. They need leaders. That's all. And so they give them these controlled opposition leaders who just run them into ditches. And the media is exactly the same way. They don't color outside the lines. They don't raise issues like the simple ones I raise. The debate itself, a fraud. Swear them in. Why are we doing debates? Why do we allow people to lie without being checked? We have systems to, to stop that. <laughs> it's simple to do. Elections, to the extent we're going to have them, they can be made to, to work. 
And if the other side says it's racist or whatever, well, that's ridiculous. You can't let that stop you. You have to move forward. If we can't even agree about how to have an election, what is the point of moving on to claim that now we're going to come together as a country? It doesn't make sense. If the two sides don't even agree about how to have an election, then how the hell are we going to agree about who's supposedly in charge of us and what they're going to do? It doesn't make sense. If we can't agree on something as basic as how are we going to conduct the elections, what will be required, what will both sides accept as a legit outcome, if we can't even agree about that, why do we pretend that we have a country that's unified or that it ever could be? We don't. It's just a control system for the few to keep control over the many. That's it. Divide and conquer. It's as old as the hills. It's the same system they've always used. Always. (sighs) I don't know why it is that this universal suffrage concept is so confusing to people to see that it's a control system. I don't understand why that is. I understand the very beginning, no different than this fake fucking pandemic. I get it. The first week, people are idiots. They're scared. They see a hazmat suit. They run inside. Okay. I get it. Okay, fine. But now eight months, ridiculous. Same thing on this universal suffrage. It obviously doesn't work anywhere in the world. Every single place it's used, the people get less and less freedom, more and more government all the time. How can the people be voting for that? How? There are people who don't want less freedom. They don't. And the people who want more government, they don't really want more government. What they want is to take more of the stuff from the other people. It's not really the same thing. Well, that shouldn't even be permissible. But my point is that universal suffrage is not working anywhere. It's just growing government, shrinking freedoms. How can people not see it? There's no evidence. There's no example anywhere in the world where a government got smaller over time. There's no example anywhere in the world where the people became freer over time under a government. It never happens. But these issues aren't discussed openly. They aren't discussed at all. And there's plenty of reasons ultimately for it. And most of it is just these people. They, they have good jobs in media and they make a lot of money. And so they just don't care. And lots of it's an echo chamber they live in. A lot of it maybe that is not very bright. You know, there's, a lot of them are just huge narcissists. There's all sorts of reasons. But whatever the reasons, the reality exists. And anybody can simply look at it and see that. Anybody can look at it and see that. So... It's just silly and frustrating to me that I have to live amongst a bunch of people who are so dense that even when you explain something so simple to them and you, and you show them with irrefutable logic that it doesn't work, they just go back to repeating slogans about the Constitution, freedom, and the vote. And do you got a better system? Still the greatest in the world. It doesn't make any difference. Facts just simply don't matter to people. And now that the government is just growing to the extent that it's literally involved in every aspect of your life at all times, they're constantly in my shit. I just, I'm sick of it and I can't stand the people who continue to defend the system when obviously the answer is it has to be broken up. It's too big to control. It's not even close. Like I said, we can't even agree about how to have an election. Think how ridiculous this is. Both sides don't even agree about the way to conduct the election to supposedly hire the people to rule over us. It's, 
How you can't have a more fundamental disagreement than that. The election's not valid if people don't agree to how it should be conducted. And it's not sufficient to say, well, that's the law. I don't agree to the law. That's just force being jammed down my throat. That's all it is. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. And I get it. Six corporations basically run all the media. So people who step outside the lines like me and my show, this show will never be allowed to grow, ever. It won't be allowed to grow. I won't be able to get sponsors. You know, so if people don't support it, the show just goes away. That's all. And the people complain, but then they don't support uh, alternatives. What they do is they keep going back and re-supporting these people who are not helping them, who are just pushing the same narratives over and over and over that enslave them. You know, once someone's told, now they no longer have an excuse. As this saying penned in my Twitter account, you know, there's three kinds of people. Those who see, those who see when shown, and those who don't see. And the reality is the vast majority of people are that last category. They can't see even when they're shown. That's all. And virtually everybody is in the last two categories. They have to be shown in order to see. Very few people can see independently, but the people I really have a problem with are the people who you show it to, they have no answer, and they just go back to repeating slogans. And that's the vast majority of people, vast majority of people who just, they're just completely and totally stuck in whatever it is they believe. And the reality is I was fooled by this system for a long time, but I've been unfooled and woken up more than 20 years, 25 years. And the simple reality is you have to wake up at some point or we're all going down into the screwed situation of the electronic prison. So, well, I didn't think this was going to be a whole show, but it turned out to be a whole show. And, you know, if you like my insight and my take, this show takes time to make. Support my show. Go over to my Patreon account and sign up. Become a member. I have entire bonus shows. I have bonus material and I have ad-free content over there along with other stuff. So if you like my show, you should support it. And if you're not going to support it, you know, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at US Law Review. And you can always subscribe to my podcast and share it. It's on all the podcast players. People need to hear it. You know, people need to hear the truth. I, I give them very hardcore truth. So, all right. Well, I think that's it. I don't think I've got anything else to say about that today. So everybody have a nice night or day. Take care. Taking